Hello, welcome to another episode of All Songs Are Love Songs. Join us in the gallery of Judge Erica's courtroom as I try to convince her and you that all songs ever written qualify as love songs. In each episode, guests will bring songs as evidence to prove me wrong. In this episode, Jake Budge. It was really a man-bashing song. And Sophie Lamont. Watching figure skaters falling over. Welcome to All Songs Are Love Songs. All songs, all songs, love songs, love songs. First up in this episode, Jake Budge is back again. I promise he's not in every episode. I'm scared, but I'm ready. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my courtroom. I think today, uh, an auspicious day, we shall start with Rowan. Please. Tell me what song we are judging and why it is, in fact, a love song. The song Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baha Men. So, it, of course, this is, this is such a beautiful <laughs> love song. So I, I remember when this song came out, everyone was singing it because uh, it was a love song that grabbed everyone's imagination. It was a lot of fun. Uh, people still do it. If you're down in Mexico in some uh, like tourist bar, there's often a guy selling tequila yelling, who let the dogs out? Uh, just to get people right, you know, get people going because it speaks right to you. It brings out your passion because it's such a great love song. There's a couple of different spins you can put on this one. One is that it's, you know, a, an, an adult version of, you know, you've got who let the puppies out. Uh, as in, you know, the puppies are out. Yeah, I don't know if you know what I mean, but... Uh, you know, the the, the, uh, the boobs are out. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> now, so and on the surface, this is, uh, you know, about the fellas calling out to the ladies. The fellas are at a party. They wanted to get some loving. They're bragging, being all cocky. When you're looking at the lyrics, it's uh, about, a, you know, a cocky fella at a party looking for some, some loving. It's classic love song themes. But underneath that, at the Elaya Loa, it's, uh, it's about a sisterhood standing together against the misogyny of these same men. So the men are wolf whistling, calling out to them, uh, and the, this, the sisters are saying to each other, oh, who let the dogs out? And that's, that's what's really happening underneath. So I, I would actually argue that while on the surface this is a classic love song, underneath it's, uh, it's a sisterly love song, which is uh, a, different si- a different kind, but it's about loving, caring, and solidarity for your fellow women. That makes it a love song. Thank you. That it's very interesting, Rowan. The, this judge has always thought it was about taking the dogs out for a walk, as you should do when you care for your pets. If you love your pets. I need to rethink my entire 90s experience. <laughs> Jake Budge, please, your rebuttal. Thank you, Judge for giving me the opportunity to rebuttal to these outrageous (laughs) claims. First of all, yes, I do agree with elements of the defense's (laughs) argument. Yes, this is indeed a song about womanhood. Yes, this is indeed a song about having fun, partying, but... The defense often, when he argues about songs, keeps bringing up, oh, sex, love. Sex is associated with love with the songs about sex. I've had sex with no love involved. 
I'm objecting, Your Honour. Personal anecdotes. Sustained. Please continue, Jake. <laughs> Thank you, Judge. So the Douglas, the writer of this song, he has been quoted saying it was really a man-bashing song about his views on feminism and that how men can often behave horribly, which is not a thing of love, which is a thing of hate. So I say this song, although it has fun elements, which fun isn't always associated with love. In this case, fun is just about having fun with underlines of hate. So it seems like a fun song on the surface, but when you go down the song and go through the lyrics, it slowly tells you that this is a song about hate. It even in the third verse has a song, Now I Myself Demand Go Get Angry, which I probably butchered because I can't read for shit. But the point is, it is indeed an angry song, and I would not associate it with love, which the defense is trying to argue, <laughs> because the history of the song is they wanted to write a party song with a point about being angry about how men treat women, so they wrote that as this song. So I, my closing argument is this is a song about how men should do better, but it's not written out of love, and I'd like to rest my case. Wow. Gentlemen, you've both given me a lot to think about today. My closing thoughts or woof, and also <laughs> Jake Budge, you win this one. This is not a love no! song. And perhaps this will encourage Rowan to think a little deeper about who did let the dogs out. Ah, uh, who? Thank you, Judge, for your ruling in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, argument. Your Honor. Yeah, hopefully you two enjoyed that. Hey, it's Rowan here. Just wanted to thank everyone for joining us in this podcast. It's new and exciting and growing as we go. If you think you've found a song that's not a love song, get in touch through our Facebook or on Instagram. All songs are love songs. Let us know how we're doing and whether you agree with Judge Erica's verdicts so far. Since some of you have already made comments on our Facebook, I'd like to address some of those. Wheels on the Bus. It's a song about love because it's about the cycle of life. The wheels on the bus are going round and round, just like the seasons of love. Alana says, who the F is Alice? Which is also a song known as Living Next Door to Alice. It's a song about missing out on your chance with the girl next door. Definitely a love song. Sweet Caroline, plainly a love song. Just read the lyrics. Hands holding hands, how can I hurt while holding you? Not to mention the chorus. And the chicken song, I love that you challenged me on that one. Because since it's a song that I wrote, I can confirm it's a love song to logic. And, well, chickens. On to our next challenge. All songs and love songs. All songs and love songs. Okay, it is time for another challenge. Back to the courtroom with Judge Erica presiding. 
Thank you very much, Rowan. And today, um, obviously, you are the defense, sir. Uh, for our prosecution in the courtroom today, we have Sophie. Hello, Sophie. Welcome to the court. Hello. Great to be here. And uh, can I, I ask you how you're feeling today? And, um, you know, how, are you excited? Are you nervous? Do you know what? I'm feeling like quietly confident. I don't want to tempt fate, but I'm feeling quietly confident <laughs> just because um, musical theatre is kind of my my forte, really. It's something that I'm really passionate about. Um, and so I think I found these songs that I think are going to, to win. I, I, I'm quietly confident, but again, I don't want to tempt fate. I see. So what uh, what what expertise do you bring to the courtroom today? I uh, I am told you are a singer professionally. Is that correct? Yes, um, I've been singing for many, many years. Um, well, over 11 years singing professionally and uh, in the theatre business and also uh, training for many years prior to that. So and I do have a love of musicals. I do have a diploma actually in musical theatre. So I've, I've studied musicals and the back history of musicals and everything like that, as well as performed. Wow. Well, I think that does make you uniquely qualified to argue the defense this morning. <laughs> Please, uh, Sophie, tell the court what you are presenting today. What song is in evidence? OK, the song I'm presenting to you today is a song from the musical Avenue Q. And the song is called Schadenfreude. Say that again, please. <laughs> Schadenfreude. It's a German word. Ah, well, fascinating. All right. Um, I think this morning we shall start with Sophie. You've uh, started so eloquently. Let's hear your argument. Why is that word you said not a love song? Okay. So the word Schadenfreude is <laughs> translated <laughs> to, is actually translated to pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. That is the Oxford Dic... Hello? Oh, yeah. Don't adjust your podcast. That's right, Sophie disappeared from our conversation at this point, probably because she was too afraid to... Oh, no, she's back. Okay. Sophie, you, you dropped out just as you... Right as you began your argument. Okay, brilliant. So, apologies, everybody. Um, obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm just that popular here in lockdown is no. this a tactic uh, to throw me off no 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 <laughs> um, there will be so, no games in this courtroom please this morning okay so the song is called schadenfreude schadenfreude is um a german word now translated in the oxford dictionary uh, is translated to a pleasure der derived by someone from another person's misfortune so basically it's happiness at the misfortune of others now, obviously, that is an extremely horrible thing. Now, some examples in the song um, are watching figure skaters falling over, um, look, watch, like laughing at people out in the rain, things like that. So I feel that there is no love in that because there is no care in that. Uh, happiness at the misfortune of others is a very fickle thing. I just learned something new, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the gallery. That is, I still can't say the word, but thank you very much. Do you rest your case, Sophie? 
I rest my case temporarily. (laughs) (laughs) Is that allowed? Yes, yes, absolutely. Rowan, do you uh, have an argument for the court? Yes, why is Schadenfreude from Avenue Q a love song? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I love that you brought the dictionary definition, which definitely includes uh, happiness. Schadenfreude is a feeling of happiness, is what I'm hearing over here. Um, Love doesn't have to be uh, nice either. It can be uh, terrible. Think of the song Jolene. That's a love song, even though it's about the fear that your love's going to get stolen away by some uh, someone with auburn hair. Um, so in the story, in this one, Erica, for context, uh, there's character Nicky, and he's homeless, and he goes to his friend Gary and says, can I live with you? And Gary says, nope, ha, 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 ha. And uh, at first Nicky's sad, but then Gary explains that uh, that he's feeling happy at Nicky's misfortune. So this is just, just for the background and context of this song. And as he's explaining his feelings, he explains Schadenfreude, and then they sing this duet about it. And it's, uh, I thank you for bringing some lyrics in there, Soph. Um, no like, worry. Do you ever clap when a waitress drops and uh, falls and drops a tray of glasses? Yeah. Ain't it fun watching figure skaters falling down in their asses? Sure. Don't you feel all warm and cozy watching people out in the rain? Yeah. As they sing. Schadenfreude. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just love this song so much. Sorry to interject. I'll, I'll remain silent again. <laughs> Sustained. Uh, if you want to use your 30 seconds of response just to sing the song, that's also cool. Um, Whole medley. <laughs> Having a cue medley. So, so Nikki shows up. He's sad. Gary makes him feel better. They, they sing a song. This is a bonding friendship song, a friendship duet. It's full of harmonies mm-hmm. as one of them cheers up the other and they in, together enjoy some happiness. Sure, it's at the expense of others. But at the end of the song, Nicky feels validated. He's singing, we provide a vital service to society and we're making the world a better place to be. So this is a song all about bonding and friendship, making people feel better. Therefore, it's a love song. I rest my case. Thank you, Rowan, for that uh, delightful argument. Uh, Sophie, please be aware that there are no outbursts permitted in the courtroom. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And you may also have uh, 30 seconds of rebuttal as the prosecution. Sophie, would you like to take those now? Uh, You make a very valid point, Rowan, about um, Nikki and Gary. Now, as well, I will elaborate that Gary Coleman uh, is the character in the show. And obviously, Gary Coleman was one of the highest paid child actors in the late 1970s, um, whose parents, uh, he actually sued his parents and his financial advisor for misappropriating his multi-million dollar fortune. So obviously, the character of Gary Coleman in the musical is also quite, um, like, what's the word? He's kind of sad because bad things have happened to him as well. Now, Ding, 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 ding. That was, in fact, 42 seconds, Sophie. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 30 second think? rebuttal. All songs and loves. All songs and loves. All songs and loves. Well, it's given me a lot to think about in the courtroom here today. I know the gallery is listening and uh, surely are also yelling at us what they think. In this case of Rowan versus Sophie, 
the judgment is going to fall on Rowan's side. Rowan, this is indeed a love song. Yay! Um, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to all of you listening in the gallery of Erica's courtroom and to our guests on this episode. If you feel like giving us a positive review or rating us on your platform of choice, that would really help us out. If you'd like to hear more from Jake, his podcast is called The Jake's On You. If you want to hear more from Sophie, you can either follow her around her hometown eavesdropping and laughing loudly at the hilarious things she says, or you can listen to more episodes of this podcast. All songs. Oh.